Hello, friends, and welcome to the Monday Show 27. I'm your host, Wes. With me, as always, my good friend, Roots. Roots, it's a special Tuesday edition of the Monday Show. How are you doing on this fine Tuesday evening? Hey, every time we do this, every time we're off by a day, I get my week gets fucked up. And by the time Friday gets here, I'm thinking it's Saturday. So um, I, I'm, I'm a little confused, but I'm happy that uh, it's Tuesday, I think, Monday. Well, <laughs> you're in luck because it just so happens to be leap year. So maybe that extra day will even you out at the end of the week. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> anyway... I, as I'm sure all of you know by now, why we waited till Tuesday to do the Monday show. Uh, it's a special episode, Roots. We have the Quest and PlayStation VR release of Freediver Triton down today. And uh, it's a momentous occasion, Roots. They sent us an early copy so I could play through it on Quest. They sent us some extra Quest keys. And uh, by the time that the people watch this, we should have some PSVR keys to give away. So a little bit later in the show, we're going to talk a little bit about Freediver, what the experience is like compared to the PC version, and we're going to give away some games, and I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, anytime we get to give away games, I'm always excited. So especially with Quest ones, um, you know, being that there's not that many games out and this is such a good game, uh, what an amazing game to win, right? Yeah, and just an amazing game to add to the library, and uh, not only of Quest, but PSVR as well. Uh, Quest specifically, because there's not that many adventure-style games uh, to go to in Quest, but uh, PSVR as well, because, let's face it, those guys need something to play, right? Yeah, especially this month. They got uh, um, Iron Man snatched away from them, so they need some, some consolation, right? Yeah, well, th this is uh, this is a little more than nothing. This is a uh, this is a, a solid title, and uh, we're going to talk about that at the end of the show. But first, let's do some Monday show stuff, Roots. Let's talk about our backlog progress this week in a brand new backlog report. Uh, you know, on the Virtual Strangers show this past week, uh, or the past two weeks, honestly. We talked a little bit about this update that came to Boneworks, and just earlier today, I managed to get some time in on Boneworks and check it out. And and you tried it out as well, didn't you, the other day? Yeah, yeah, actually, and uh, had a lot of fun. Um, it's one of those games that every time I go into it, I uh, I spend more time in it than I think. Uh, I think I'm going to go in real quick, just check out a couple things, and. Um, last time I went in, I actually finished two levels, and that was the first time I've done that in a row, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I I, I was noticing the same thing about it uh, myself. You know, at the same time of being one of the weirdest, most uncomfortable games to play, it's also one of the most addicting games to play, and you just never really want to quite stop playing it, right? Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with the graphics and then um, just the immersion. Um, every time I go in there, I just, I feel like I'm really in there. I'm looking at my, um, Jerry Rice hands and I'm just thinking, fuck man, this thing looks amazing. Um, and, uh, I don't know, man, I, it's funny. Cause right before we started filming, you broached the subject and I'll just bring it up here. Like, what if you, and maybe if you've done this, um, comment in the comments below, cause I'm really am curious, but what if you played this game with the cosmos and their jank ass controllers? Cause we were talking about how. 
janky it can be as if to begin with but with those cosmos controllers i can't imagine man it'd be crazy uh, i am i'd say it'd take about 20 minutes before you end up smacking them together and breaking them apart right yeah 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 it's really bad uh, but anyway, for the first time in a long time, earlier today, I got into back into Boneworks. I've literally been waiting on this update to do so uh, because the last time I played it, it took me like two hours or something to play through a level uh, because of my, you know, inquisitive play style. I like to check every corner and uh, stop and smell the roses a bit. But uh, really, I was done playing at about the nine, 90 minute mark. And had to keep going another 30 minutes just so I could uh, beat the level and save the game. Uh, so that was the last, uh, you know, I put it down for it probably six weeks now. I put this game down. And I uh, got back into it today. And, um, yeah, immediately was, was immersed in the game again. I remembered why I liked playing it so much. Um, and I tested a few of the things out that they're claiming. You know, they claim... Um, that they toned back the interactions with the hands a little bit. And I could I could tell that right away. I played around a little bit in the uh, title screen. You know, there's things for you to grab and mess around with and break. And it felt like there wasn't as much friction as I remember uh, in, the, um, in the hand interactions. Yeah. Did you notice the same thing? Yeah, no, um, I, I didn't notice that, but um, I, I definitely know that uh, everything felt a lot better. Um, but uh, lost my train of thought for a second there. But no, I, I definitely think that um, everything that they put in this um, is is made it a lot better. And uh, now, did you get a chance to check out the um, the save points? I'm assuming you used them, or and you threw your stuff in there. And did it seem like there was too many of them, or? Was that, uh, I know somebody uh, was complaining about that, or maybe it's just, uh, was that just that specific level? I don't know. No, I, I saw one save point, and I used it, and it came in handy because before I beat the level, I got killed. Oh, really? So it was, it was pretty cool that I didn't have to uh, go all the way back to the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, that is good. But, uh, but um, when it comes to the save points, now, since we're on the subject, I did kind of get that feeling, you know, like some people are reporting that they, they're feeling this kind of uh, snarkiness coming from the developers, kind of like they're begrudgingly putting the save points in there. Mm. And I kind of got that impression as well, just from the way that they're implemented, just by looking at the things. They look so silly, don't they? Yeah, and you have to grab them and hold on. And it just seems like very elaborate save, um, a save thing, right? Yeah, you you sit there and you have to squeeze it with both hands, and then when it finally uh, saves the game, like this guy's face pops up, and I assume it's one of the developers, and he's not smiling, Roots. He's just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe that. See, I really would like to. I'd I'd be curious to see an inter or hear an interview interview because um I don't think that they were happy with having to put that in there, or maybe they thought it was redundant, but um I think it was needed so. Yeah, I already know what they were thinking. They were thinking, we said it at the front of the game. This is for expert VR players. It's not for lightweights. That's what they were thinking. Yeah. They were thinking we we're being whiny. Yeah, well, we were being whiny, and they needed to fix it, so I'm good. I'm glad. So, yeah. uh, But, you know, I was in that spot. Um, I know you're quite familiar with it. 
uh, as soon as you run down that hallway and the dude slides you the gun under the door mm-hmm. and the door closes, right? The overhead door closes. And then you go into that room off to the side and there's like a gun vending machine in there. And there's that pallet jack. You, you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was the area I went into and, um, it was, there was a save point right after that. And, uh, after I saved it and I noticed how silly the thing looked and the guy's face looking back at me, there's a set of lockers right behind you. Mm -hmm. If you open up all the doors to all the lockers and stand back and stare into them, it says, sorry, real big, like, sorry. And like, what are they sorry about? Do you think? <laughs> I think it's a sarcastic. Oh, we're sorry we didn't do this to begin with. We're so sorry, guys. Uh, I'd be interested to go back and look at footage from before the update to see if that was in there before, because that's the way I took it. It was like, sorry. I didn't see that. Yeah, that's kind of interesting, actually. I don't know. Do you think that they really are kind of snarky about it, or? Um... Well, this isn't the first time we've seen them put stuff like that on the walls. I know I found a secret area uh, on one of my first playthroughs, and it said it had a quote on the wall that said, quote, what if it's just a tech demo? Mm. So yeah. the, they're obviously they're, they're uh, snarky, sar- sarcastic people, right? Yeah, well, let's be fair. To be fair... It kind of is a tech demo, <laughs> you know, like some, somebody said something. I think it was main fans. Actually, it was his uh, review on Steam. And that was one of the things that he specifically had said. Not that it was a tech demo, but that there's really no story. Like they they make it out that there's a story, but there's really is no story. Um, you know what I mean? Like they have the TVs. They got this little bit. It's like they added it on because people bitched about it being a tech demo. You know, and uh, and don't get me wrong. It's an amazing game for what it is. It's awesome. Um, but I think if they could have put an amazing story with it, it would be 10 times the game. You know, it's like uh, it's just not as good as it could have been if they would have had a really good story with it. Um, but that goes you for know, almost every game. So. You know what they have to say to that, Roots? And I'll probably say, sorry. Sorry. Fuck you. Sorry, bro. <laughs> sorry we didn't have a good enough story. Yeah. What if it's just a tech demo? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it feels so good. It's such an amazing game. It just, uh, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things that, um, you know, they just, I don't know. They could have done better. Oh, <laughs> uh, so like, um, another thing that they, uh, that they claim with this, uh, this update is what you're looking at right here. They claim easier climbing. And while it's not perfect, I still have trouble mounting the top of ledges i still can't do it mm. the actual climbing part of it i did i did feel like it was a little bit easier to do now you told me before that you like you jumped up on the ledge and then you'd be like teetering back and forth kind of not able to get up correct and then it you know falling back or right yeah. I, I still can't climb over uh ledges i have to have a bar or something to, mm. to pull myself above it to get up yeah, I can't do it either. But I can't. To be fair, I can't even get teetering like you can. So, um, and I, I know I've heard people describe it, and you got to like pull yourself up and have your legs crouched a certain way. And I don't know. You do the hokey pokey, and you turn yourself around, and the next thing you know, you're up there. Um, it just seems like a lot of weirdness to me. 
Yeah. Uh, But it's, you know, it fits with this game. It's kind of the story of this game. It's like, it's one of the coolest, best experiences ever, but it's, it's got unnecessary difficulty at the same time. It's like, it's like having sex in the backseat of a Chevette. You know what I mean? It's, it's tight. It feels kind of good. Uh, but you feel like if you were just in the, had sprung for the hotel room, that everything would have been just great. I think we should have sprung for the hotel room. I think, um, yeah, but no, yeah, I agree. That's a good analogy. It definitely, uh, um, amazing. Um, but could be better. Yeah. But anyway, with the uh, with the climbing in particular, even though I, I I still wasn't able to mount ledges, uh, that room we were just talking about with the vending machine and the guns in it and the pallet jack, and then there's like a wall with a door in it that you go through. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're familiar with the room. Uh, that room is kind of like uh, a steel kind of uh, like a steel building type room, and there are these I beams in the corners. Uh, of the room that go all the way up to the ceiling and there are bars in the rafters and i managed to easily scale one of those i-beams all the way up to the ceiling and and make my way across the um the the bars in the rafters there are windows up there you can look through into the next room and see what's there uh and i actually climbed over top of that door platform thing and and dropped myself down on the roof of it uh, just to see if I could, and I did it quite easily, and uh, that was very satisfying because there's been many of these areas in my prior playthroughs that uh, I felt like if the climbing just worked correctly, I'd be able to 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 do st- stuff like this. And now, for the first time ever, I was able actually able to do it. Well, that's good, and that sounds um, pretty good actually. I need to go back into it, and uh, I need to finish this game, Wes, because I. Like I said, the last time I went in, I finished two levels, and I feel like I'm getting close, but um, I don't know story-wise. I, I don't know, man. I've only came across two or three TVs. Is, am I, like, far into the story? or <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on. Is there a story to it? I know there is a little bit of a story, but I wish I knew what was going on. It's starting to bother me. Well, when I, when I finish it, I'll, I'll give a, a, my best analysis I can of the story. Uh, there's definitely something weird at play here. I find it super odd that the uh, the worker bee type guys, the uh, the orange guys that you can bash their heads in from the very beginning of the game, mm-hmm. I find it odd that they'll bleed to death and their corpses remain, but then the guys that are riding around on balls are completely digital, and as soon as you kill them, they they fizzle out and disappear. So obviously these are two different kinds of beings uh, in this world, and I, I kind of I'm curious I'm curious as to what the nature of this di- half digital, half physical world is. Yeah, well, I definitely am curious as well, and um, it's one of those things that uh, I guess only time will tell. Um, I just like I said, I want to know a little bit more about the story, a little bit more about you know what's going on, but uh, I don't know if I ever will. Uh, we will roots. We'll get there, bro. Together. <laughs> no, we've got a we've got a, a a title coming to Oculus Quest from Stress Level Zero, and uh, it's going to tie in somehow. So maybe that'll hold some more clues. Even if we don't get all the answers from Boneworks, maybe we'll get some more uh, of the story from that title. Yeah, 
That'd be pretty cool. And maybe they'll have save points from the very get-go. And maybe they'll be sarcastic as hell in that one as well. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I had a lot of fun playing Boneworks, as I always have. Uh, and it seems even a little bit better now. So uh, uh, I definitely see myself getting back into it again in the very near future. Maybe even tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. I know I probably will be going into it tomorrow as well. All right, man, that was my backlog. What did you do for yours? All right, for my one, uh, actually, I saw um, Radio Runt talking about it in the um, Discord and got me thinking about it, got me thinking that I need to get into this game as well. And uh, I decided to take a non-gropey approach at Lone Echo. (laughs) And let me tell you, Wes, you know, because I decided to right off the bat, not only not non-gropey, um, and just gropey as, as much as just messing with her, but um, I didn't even shine the light in her face and mess with her at all. I didn't mess with Olivia at all. Um, I went in with the expectation that this is my friend and I'm going to respect her and I don't want to piss her off. And so one of the things that I thought was really cool about this is um, I actually learned something about the story. I found out that like I really am her friend to the point where um, there's so much in this game that I didn't even know. Like I'm looking around and I saw this uh, thing on the wall and it had a bunch of different like items in there. And when I inquired about it to her, I found that um, these were gifts that I had given to Olivia that she had like framed and and they were like things from Jack. And so there's like an underlying story of of like a companionship between these two. And uh, and so I'm really liking the story as far as in that respect and uh um gone a lot further than uh i have ever gone before which is pretty cool so yeah yeah this is another one of those it's in my backlog as well and it's it's getting higher by the day only because the sequel's coming and uh i want to play the sequel but i don't want to play it until i get this one behind me and uh, i had similar experience uh in it to you um so uh yeah i've i've got it to do did you start from the very beginning again yeah i started at the beginning just because it's been so long and i was like man i don't even know aside from the fact that i i didn't want to have to do those early missions again you know where she's just you're just fixing things pretty much that's most of the game is i mean you're a repair bot or whatever you are that's your job you know as much as you hate it um, you pretty much, you got to go do all this shit that the human can't do. Cause she doesn't, you don't want her to die. Um, but what I like about this as well is it actually gives you dialogue choices and they may not cho- change the story per se. It kind of gives you an option. Like I, I kind of, like I said, I took it from the, the point that I'm her friend. So whenever I got to answer, I gave a genuine response. And so I got a genuine response back from her and it really did feel like I was having a, a conversation with somebody. It was pretty cool. So, so what it sounds like you're saying here is uh, the strengths of this game, what it's known for, which is the lifelike human avatars and kind of the, um, I don't know. It's, it's not just the avatars that's lifelike about them. It's the, they seem to have personality, like real personality. That's what this game is known for. And I think what you're trying to say here is that even though this game is what two or three years old uh it still holds up 
in the age of Asgards and, and saints and sinners and boneworks, right? Yeah, definitely graphically. And then, uh, you know, I mean, some of the things that, uh, you know, <laughs> I get frustrated with a lot of repetition. So like, if I'm just having to con constantly do the same thing over and over again, like when I went out into space and I'm fucking shit up and I'm having to try to figure out stuff. And like I was telling you, like, I'm, it's different uh, when you're out in space and your battery goes, something jank happens and it goes flinging off into space. And now you're jetpacking, trying to grab it before it goes floating away. Um, but man, that space, when you're outside and you're looking at that expanse and um, it's just so beautiful, right? I think it's just propaganda roots. Oh yeah. Ball earth propaganda. It's flat it's earth, trying to dude. make you try to, Keep you from the truth uh, of the dome. Yeah, the dome of flat earth. That's right. Um, and I was thinking about that this whole the whole time I was there with the, out there in space. I was like, this isn't <laughs> real. Fuck this shit. But um, it looked real though, Wes. Man, you know, it's kind of cool. Is uh, is getting on that skiff, the Fury and stuff. When you, it's taken off and it's taking you places. And uh, um, well, uh, one time I forgot to grab on and it went taken off without me. Um, so you kind of have to pay attention. So it's pretty cool. That sounds pretty awesome. How does the uh, graphics look in the new headset? Was this your first time trying Lone Echo in the Rift S? Uh, yeah, actually, and it looked amazing. Um, plus, not only that, but I was able to um, super sample the hell out of it as well because uh, I didn't have the 2080 when I played it last as well. I had the 1070. So um, one thing I did fit, find out, well, I don't know, I guess that was the other game. Um but uh, no, this is uh, is definitely um, one of the, uh, like you said, holds up with today's games very well. And uh, if it wasn't for the fact that I, I felt like a, um, a robot that was having to do all the work, um, it was good. Felt like she was using me, Wes. <laughs> well, um, this is your first time playing it since the, uh, the Me Too movement. So I'm glad to see that you've changed your... Yes behavior but now that you've done that now you're seeing that uh the tables have turned instead of using her she's using you now yeah and, see that's uh, not fair man she's using me like harvey weinstein it's not cool man i don't like it so but yeah, yeah no at least you know there are reasons though because like there was one point where i had to go and i guess she, i went into uh i don't know what the hell was going on it was weird laser beams of lava and shit and felt like I was going through some weird um, obstacle course. But uh, like she put it, you know, when I offered to go in, um, you know, she can't. She'll die, you know. And when I die, I just go into another robot suit and no big deal, right? There's a million of those. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like uh, Aspire 1, right? Every uh, every other room, you can just pop right into a new body. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, though, Wes, after popping into a new body four times in a row when I went in that alien ship, and I just I can't even bump into a fucking wall, man. I don't know what's going on in there. Um, I know somebody's dealt with this before, so let me know, because I died like three, four times in there, and then I was done. Um, so, uh, Let me ask you this. Something else other than the... Uh production quality and storytelling uh this game is also known for unique uh and innovative locomotion style uh how did that play with the inside out tracking that was good um i didn't really see and seem to have any issues as far as grabbing walls or 
throwing myself off. I mean, uh, felt, you know, a lot like, um, free diver, you know, as far as, you know, similar movement. I was telling you that earlier about how it's kind of ironic that it just chose this game before we even knew free diver was going to be on the list. Um, and they're both similar movements in a sense, except for you can't move through the air with your, uh, with your arms, but you can shove yourself off and then, you know, being able to propel with, um, your boost. Uh, it's really cool the way you move around in this. So, yeah, just, just a great game. I don't know why I ever got away from it. Um, it's one of the few, uh, of the gen one titles that was good enough. You know what I mean? There weren't many back then that were good enough to, to be, you know, to, to show flat gamers and say, Hey, look at this. Uh, this was one that was, that was not a whole lot of weaknesses here. Is there? No, no, it's just, uh, so beautiful, especially out there, like exactly in this place, um, where you're at now. And, uh, um, it's a lot of floating around out there, Wes. So roots, the floater. Yep. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think it's going to wrap the backlog report. Two great games, uh, that uh, may be on next week's back backlog reported at this rate because I think we, we both kind of want to uh, get some more time in. Yeah, I almost wanted to finish this one today if I had, would have had more time and if I wouldn't have died to that stupid ship's wall. Man, I don't, I don't like dying to stupid shit, Wes, and especially if I don't know why I'm dying. You know, we shouldn't die when you bump into a wall, but apparently it's alive and it doesn't like me, and uh, I don't like it either, so... That's a badass wall, dude. You don't want yeah. to mess with it. Yeah, stay away from that wall for sure. Yeah, I heard Pink Floyd wrote a song about it. It was such a badass. Yeah, the wall. That's right. <laughs> that's it, dude. Uh, anyway, uh, I think it's time we talk about the man of the hour. And by man of the hour, I mean the game of the day. The game of the day being Free Diver, Triton Down, The Extended Cut. Extended cut, you say? What is extended about it? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, this game is... Uh, well, first of all, it was one of the more notable PC VR releases last year. Um, we, we've reviewed this game kind of toward the beginning of the our channel. In the early days, uh, we, we reviewed this game, and we, we unanimously liked it. And when I say unanimously, there were four of us back then... And we all love this game because of the unique locomotion style. Uh, the only complaint that we had about it was that it was a little bit too short. Well, in having rebuilt this game from the ground up for Oculus Quest as well as PlayStation VR, obviously it's not going to have the visual fidelity of a PC VR version. So to make up for that, uh, there, there is additional content. Is it anything that's, um, you know, profoundly impactful on the game? No, but it does give the story a bit more depth. Uh, they do remix a few things that, and make them a little bit different. Uh, and, you know, having just finished playing through this version on the quest, uh, I gotta say, as impressed as I was with the PC version, I'm just as impressed with what they've been able to accomplish on the Oculus Quest. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, Um, you know, I've been, like you said, what, six to eight months since we played it last. So I 
didn't remember much of um what i had played I, I didn't play the quest version obviously because roots doesn't have a quest um so i played it again through the pc version and uh um i had forgotten most of what i played through and uh and i was odd again and like you said uh the movement in this game just being able to use your arms like you normally would in real life to swim um is next level and uh um it impressed me again how cool this game is so much so that wes i again i thought eh, i'm just gonna jump in because you even said you know you don't even need to do that much in it just to get refresh yourself blah 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 whatever you said and next thing i knew i played through the whole thing again because i had so much fun and it was just wanted to um just see what how it ended because i had forgotten and uh and was equally impressed the second time yeah um i guess before we dive uh deep on this game for a second time uh we should talk a little bit about our giveaway you know roots mentioned that he doesn't have a quest to play the the uh, uh the new version on so roots is lost becomes your game mm -hmm. because who's going to get roots's keys you are so this is what we're going to do um we've got a few quest keys to give away and by the time you guys see this we're, we're supposed to have a few playstation vr keys to give away so what we're going to do is uh, for those of you watching live keep an eye on the chat uh you may see some codes popping in uh, in uh up in there momentarily or you may already have honestly and uh for those of you who did not get to catch this episode live uh here's what i want you to do i want you to one subscribe and two go down to the comments below and just leave a comment stating which platform you would like to enter a drawing and in two days time 48 hours uh, on thursday we will select a couple winners and we will notify you uh via youtube or you know if you're a member of our discord we'll just get a hold of you on our discord um but if you have a quest if you have a psvr and you're not watching this live or even if you are watching this live all you got to do go down to the comments below again be sure you leave a comment telling us which platform that that you want to play on make sure you're subscribed to the channel and you could win a key to this awesome game in the next couple of days all right so uh for those of you who are new to the channel who are new to vr what is freediver triton down well Freediver Triton Down plunges you into a capsizing research ship, the Triton, where survival means outmaneuvering the wa water's lethal surge. As world-class diver Rin Tanaka, you must freedive through a sinking ship, overcome underwater chaos, and unlock your path to the surface, all while protecting your most precious resource, the breath in your lungs again this was reworked for playstation vr and oculus quest the freediver triton down extended cut boasts a deeper story expanded gameplay areas and all new ways to explore them so basically the the premise here the gameplay premise as we already mentioned you're diving and it has this unique locomotion style where you gesture with your arms and literally swim through the the water 
and uh you know more than anything roots i feel like that that's the whole draw of this game is just how fun and immersive it is to experience this unique locomotion style yeah because this game like even just um i found even this time i found myself the same way but especially the first time um like there's areas where you get to a certain room and water's filling up and i felt panic like i need to get to the air you know like it makes you feel like you're underwater and um uh it's one of those things that it just the immersion is very is very um done very well and uh so i it's one of those things that uh i enjoyed so. yeah and the thing you're talking about there is probably the one thing that makes this game challenging and that is the idea that you're you're not a scuba diver you're a free diver and what that means is you don't have some oxygen tank strapped to your back you're holding your breath and going down under the water and you have an oxygen meter on your arm like a biometric feedback thing and uh if you run out of air you die so you're constantly searching for either oxygen tanks to to get a breath from or searching for pockets of air above you that you can swim and stick your face into and it's not very long is it roots before that thing starts to run out no it's constantly ticking down so you're always looking trying to um find air um now so i guess you would would you describe this as a it's kind of like an escape the room puzzler right except for you're escaping the the ship and you're going you know f trying to find your way out and you're running into a whole bunch of puzzles as well right yeah it's kind of like a maze with with puzzles uh only uh, it, it's it's got this science fiction theme kind of pulled over it and uh that uh, more than anything was the biggest surprise when, when we played this the first time uh, we were expecting the gameplay mechanic we knew how unique and innovative that was going to be uh, what we didn't expect was how great the story is that goes with this yeah story's done very well and um you know even some of the uh, some of the things that happen in here kind of like heart-wrenching as far as some of the characters and it's just uh it's just a well-done game and um now it's I guess it's what going for fourteen ninety nine, correct? Yeah, that's the price on uh, Quest and PlayStation VR. You can also get the original version of this on Steam, uh, and I think even on the Oculus Store. Uh, I think it costs a little bit less, uh, but the extended cut, uh, what it does effectively, it tells the same story, but it, it provides a little bit more support for it. Uh, there's more details. There are new areas that you have access to in the uh, in the ship, and you find these audio logs that, that play back and give you little bits of the story. Um, so as good as the story was, the pleasant surprise, uh, it's even got a little bit more depth when you play the extended cut. Oh, wow, that's cool. I'm definitely going to have to check out the, uh, the Quest version when I get my Quest, even though the key won't be there anymore. So like I told you, I was like, man, give that away, dude. Somebody else needs that stuff. Um, so, yeah, so some lucky people are going to get to play this. They won't even have to pay $15. Um, but uh, now this is, what, about an hour, eh, hour and a half at the most, I would say. It's not the longest experience or game, um, but definitely uh, for what it is, it's definitely amazing. 
Yeah, I put about an hour into the original and got a little closer to an hour and a half in this one. Um, yeah, that, that's kind of the thing with it. it it's a, a it's a short game, but it's an inexpensive game at the same time. So, uh, again, nothing like this. I mean, there's nothing like this, period, if, if you want to be brutally honest about it. But certainly nothing like this on the on the Oculus Quest uh, or the PSVR for that matter. Uh, so I kind of feel like fifteen dollars is a fair price for it. Yeah, definitely. Now you were telling me you wit you are hoping that they do a maybe not a sequel, but they do a game that brings both evasion and this game because they made evasion as well, like the mechanics of both into a like maybe a shooter or a story game or I, I don't know i was thinking even the same game you know as far as you're a diver but you're a, a mercenary with a gun on your back and i don't know man i just love the the mechanics of the swimming and i just want to see them put it into another game like even the fact that there's no analog stick turning or at least i didn't use the snap turning so if i want to turn i got to do this and that's why you were saying um in the last episode that if your wife were to play this game, she'd be swimming in circles, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which is very true. You got to use both arms, man. You can't just use one. It doesn't work that way. You know, what you're looking at here is also one of the cooler things about uh, this game. You know, you're in a ship that's capsized. It's a big vessel that's turned completely upside down. So as you're trying to navigate your way through these dark corridors, and you're trying to read signs. Everything's upside down, so you're 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 going uh, up through floor hatches. You know mm. the the ceiling is the floor. You're going through stairwells, and instead of going up, you're going down. You know you're you're descending up the stairs. It gets and, confusing, right? It reminds me of the uh, the old movie Poseidon Adventure. You know where the ship was upside down, and um, but yeah, no, I. Uh, I definitely got lost in there many times, even to the point where I, I must have gone by the same area 10 times thinking, I don't know how the hell I'm supposed to go. And uh, it was literally supposed to swim underneath the floor to get to the next room. And uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of um, problem solving as you're trying to not uh, suffocate. So well, that's the whole thing. You, you, uh, it's a dark corridor, and it's a very maze-like game. It's, the whole point is to try to escape, find the way out. And often you'll see the way after looking for a little while. It is dark. You do have to use your light. That's another difference here, too, Roots. You, there's no glow sticks in the Quest version. They actually give you a proper flashlight. Oh, really? In this one that you can point around. Oh, yeah. man. I would love to have a flashlight because the glow stick doesn't last forever either stick that sucker on there and then uh all of a sudden you look down and it's not glowing anymore so but anyway after searching around you'll often find the way to go but you never know if you should go for it or if you should go back and get some more oxygen because uh the path ahead is always question marks you don't know when your next air is going to be so that's kind you're kind of constantly debating with yourself all right here's the way that we go uh, do I go or do I turn back? And oftentimes, uh, I found myself making the wrong decision, especially in this quest version. I, I've probably died five or six times playing through this thing, uh, where I only died once or twice on the original, mm -hmm. I think. Did you find, um, any dead bodies? 
floating around. They were everywhere. And it was one of the more impressive things uh, graphically about the, the Quest version. You know, the Quest version, it's noticeably different uh, graphically than the PC version, obviously. And if you have a Quest, uh, you already know what the differences are. This, this game is similar to other games like Apex Construct. Uh, Rush comes to mind. Uh, they, they, it just looks different. Uh, but I was pretty impressed with uh, the character models for the dead bodies, uh, considering what the quest is, you know, a, a Snapdragon 835 optimized to the gills, you know. Uh, but yeah, there, there's dead bodies everywhere in this game. Yeah, I only ask because, um, you know, they, you know, you see all these dead bodies floating around and then you get to talking to somebody and they're talking about, oh yeah, I ran into the such and such is dead and this is dead. Like these, all these people are like, you see a dead body. To me, I don't know who this dude is, right? But like she goes into detail of who these people are and it gives you a feeling of like, I don't know, man. You just, when you're playing a game like this, you can you can de detach yourself somewhat. But this character was on the ship with these people and, and really had real relationships with them and is now really seeing them floating around. And that's fucked up, man. So Yeah, one of, one of the more uh, unsettling moments in the game, uh, and I don't remember if it was like this in the original or not, but uh, during one of the very first scenes on the ship, uh, you, you burst out of that first room and you can hear these people panicking as they're dying. Mm. And it's like super loud. And I didn't really remember it being all that loud if I heard it at all in the original. Did you notice these screams of these people? I did notice some today, but I didn't. I don't remember them being loud, but um, yeah, maybe it was. But uh, either way, it's it's disturbing to hear people panicking and, and uh, screaming and freaking out. Yeah, it's very loud in the Quest version. And to be clear, uh, this thing is remixed a little bit. Uh, it's not exactly the same. Uh, you kind of end up in the same spots, uh, but you take alternate means of getting there. So uh, uh, while I'm not sure I would, if you already own this on Steam or Oculus, I'm not sure I would uh, suggest you go out and drop another 15 on it. Uh, if you do get the opportunity to play it, Without having to buy it, uh, it is worth a second playthrough just to uh, check out the, the differences. Uh, I had fun. You know, and uh, this isn't something I was clamoring to play through again a week ago. But uh, when I played it, uh, played it with uh, the Monday show in mind, uh, I wasn't forcing myself through it. I, I enjoyed it. Thoroughly, I think I enjoyed it pretty much as much as I enjoyed playing it the first time. Yeah, it's funny you say that because even though I didn't play the um, a different version, uh, I'd say the same thing for myself. I, I had as much fun this time um, playing through a second time uh, as I did the first time. It was just as good. So uh, uh, it's definitely holding up. Yeah, for sure. All right, so uh, PSVR and Quest players will discover all the intense swim and breath mechanics of the original plus additional areas throughout the entire game, many of which have been plunged in the claustrophobic darkness. Uh, they also get an all-new flashlight to explore the submerged world, expanded gameplay with new puzzles to solve, and deadly threats to evade. 
an enriched story that delves even deeper, telling the tale of the doomed crew of the Triton in the days before their disaster. I'd say overall that's kind of the uh, the biggest change from the extended cut from the PC version uh, is it kind of emphasizes the loss of that crew a lot more and what it must have been like uh, as these people uh, face their demise. Yeah. Well, I told you this before and I, uh, and I still agree with it, even though it, I should, cause it was like 15 minutes ago, but I believe they should have to tie it in. They should have ended with the same as the beginning, um, you know, and tied it all together. I won't go into any of that, but I just feel like, um, they could have, they could have, uh, filled in some of the story, you know, uh, that way as well. So. Yeah, well, maybe maybe they'll do what we were suggesting earlier, and maybe they'll give us a sequel to this. You know, uh, what you were saying is true, and the reason why is uh, I want more of this gameplay mechanic. I want more of this story. I want a larger game in this world, but not necessarily uh, a sequel in the, the sense that I don't want to try to escape uh, by swimming again. I'd like a, an action-adventure based on this story that tells more about this story. But uh, while there's some swimming in it, uh, I, I, would, I would like to think that there's some other above-ground activities as well. Uh, it, it's just done so well. I just, To be honest, I'm just selfish, Roots, and I want more. Man, I don't blame you. Look at that. The water has how it literally was rising up there. That's where it gets... It does get claustrophobic and you're looking for that pocket of air that they're about to find here and then you get up there and you find out there's nothing up there and so now you're just filling your oxygen to go back down into that dark scary place that you don't want to go back down into and uh i don't know they it just does such such a good job of really making you feel like um you're swimming past a dead body that um <laughs> it's just good immersion man yeah, and it uh, like literally immersion, right? Yeah. yeah. But uh, they, they do a good job. You know, the main mechanic of the game is breathing. You, you don't forget to breathe. It's kind of the catch line for the game. And it's apt because they throw so many different things at you with the story, with the puzzles, with the trying to escape. That that's what kills you more than anything is just forgetting to breathe, right? Yeah, yeah. If you're definitely if you're not paying attention to that uh, thing, and it gives you little warnings like audible warnings every now and then, but uh, um, I never paid attention to it. I found myself for the most part, as long as I went quick enough, I could I could you know find some kind of air within time. But look at that water just keeps rising. Ain't gonna ain't gonna be a, a safe haven too much longer. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, it's definitely uh, one of the best mechanics I've had in a long time as far as swimming, and I agree with you 100%. It needs to be added to other games as well. Yeah, so. I agree. Um, so I, I know what you all are saying. Why did they rebuild it? Why, why not just a port? Well, I've got a quote to that effect. It says, no matter how successful a game release may be, the developers will always look back at the great content that was inevitably left on the cutting room floor and makes all sorts of sad, wistful noises. Uh, for us, the extended cut is a rare opportunity 
for us to revisit a title loved by both us and our players, building on everything that made the original great while exploring all of the wild ideas that they couldn't let go of. Uh, Roots, I think really what you heard, what we're looking at here is a, a passion project. They loved the game that they built. After they released it, the ideas kept coming. Oh, what if we did this? Oh, what if we did that? And they said, you know what? Let's do it. We've got all these, we've got these other platforms we haven't published on and we can literally do what we want. So why not just rebuild the game and uh, add all this cool stuff in? Yeah, I think it's cool. It shows a lot for the, um, the developers, you know, shows that they, uh, they're not going to just be lazy and, and just put it out as it was. They want to keep improving and, and adding to it and, uh, just shows that they have passion, right? Right. And I know what all you PC guys are thinking out there. You're thinking, when are we going to get our hands on the extended cut? Well, I knew you were going to ask that question. So I pushed that question on to Archiact. And this is what their community manager told me. All right. So it said, uh, this is a tricky question. Due to the fact that the extended cut of Freediver Triton Down was quite literally rebuilt from the ground up for PlayStation VR and Oculus Quest, the extended cut will only be available on those platforms at launch. While we could have chosen to simply port the original version to PSVR and Quest and call it a day, we felt that it would have been a missed opportunity not to explore some of the ideas we'd had for so long and wanted to add them as a way of augmenting the PSVR Quest experience in lieu of PC level graphic fidelity. So what uh, Renee told me, hi Renee, what Renee told me uh, was basically they understood that by uh, publishing on Quest and PlayStation VR, you're going to lose some of those beautiful graphics that the original was known for. And they felt like as a value adding proposition, they would give uh, those players extra content to make up for that lack of graphics. I think it's pretty cool. I think it's thoughtful on the part of these developers. You don't normally see uh, this line of thinking uh, from a development team. Yeah, true. Um, so when are we going to get to see it on PC? Oh, <laughs> I don't think it's coming to PC, Wes. I think you're getting what you get on PC. And if you want a, uh, a little bit more extra story, just get it on the Quest or the PlayStation VR, right? Well, let's keep our fingers crossed for uh, cross-buy. I didn't ask her about cross-buy. Perhaps uh, people who own this on Oculus Quest, or I'm sorry, Oculus Rift, if they one day own a quest, maybe they'll uh, they will uh, get the extended cut for free and be able to experience it that way. Yeah, that'd be cool. All right. So in case you missed it, Freediver Triton Down extended cut released today on Oculus Quest and PlayStation VR in North America. The PSVR European release is coming in two days on February twenty seventh. So. Uh, be on the lookout for that. Fourteen ninety nine, worth every penny. But if you don't want to pay for it, 
all you got to do go down be sure to subscribe to the channel and leave a comment down below telling us which platform you'd like to have it on psvr or quest and in a couple of days time as it's releasing in uh, the european territories we're going to give away a few copies on each platform so man, uh, man somebody's going to get to get to swim it up man i'm telling you the the mechanics on this are just next level it's it is definitely um a very unique uh way of moving around in vr it's a it's just a unique game all around i can't think i mean when i think of games that are similar to this they're all outer space games right yeah no and i i don't i'm not very big on puzzle games but this didn't even feel like a puzzle game it just felt like a uh an experience like dude you're sinking in a ship you need to get the fuck out of here and uh um uh, it was very good so yeah the puzzles in this game are light they're um they're the environmental type puzzles like uh this door is powered down so i can't open it you got to go you know go to the, find the fuse box things like that turn on the electricity uh, common these sense sorts of things yeah yeah uh, real puzzle there's a lock go find the axe to break it you know what i mean mm. stuff like that well hopefully, but it's a joy to play I'm hopefully sorry, go you, uh, i was gonna say hopefully if you were like me you saw the axe and you grabbed it because you figured i'm probably gonna need this and then you're like oh hey there's a a lock here i need to break um that was kind of cool yeah, well, the, I don't remember if it was in the original or not, but there's two or three places in the quest version that you need that axe. I had to find multiple axes to make my way through the game. Yeah. Anyway, an awesome game. Good luck to all of those of you who uh, are entering the giveaway, and congratulations to those who grabbed the keys out of the live chat. Yeah, I can already think of a few people who I know probably got it because they're always there for the live stream. And uh, congratulations, gaming science teacher. And no, I'm just kidding. So, yeah, we'll, well, we always pull for uh, GST to, to pull one of these quest keys whenever we do giveaways. She hasn't gotten one yet, I don't think, has she? Mm -mm. Not from us, from everybody else, but. Right. Well, good luck to everyone, and uh, GST, if you grab that code, congratulations. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what'd you think? Be sure to let us know in the comments down below, and if you liked the video, give it a thumbs up. And for those of you who are new to the channel, don't forget to subscribe and click the notification bell to stay up with all of our content here on the Virtual Strangers channel. With that said, friends, we would like to thank you all for watching. And for Roots, I'm Wes. We'll see you tomorrow, friends. Bye-bye. Take it easy.